Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Guys, do you ever get that awkward feeling that you're outstaying your welcome when coffee shop surfing or working remotely? Are you like me and feel pressured into buying a new drink every hour or even before you've got half of what you're meant to do done? Before I found Anko, this stuff was literally the bane of my life and a massive obstacle messing with my workflow. Anko is a new way of co-working, turning London's best cafes and restaurants into co-working spaces. They have 60 locations all over London and I can always pre-book my desk, so I know they'll be expecting me. You also get to access fully secure high-speed Wi-Fi provided by Anko. The membership is just 20 quid a month and they're offering Get Up and Grow Girl listeners a two-month trial completely free. Now you have nothing to lose. Once you sign up, make sure to make use of their free workshops and networking events too. Just head to anko.life, that's anko.life, and use code GROWGIRL to get your two months free co-working. See you there. Guys, have you ever had that feeling that you're in a room, you look around and you feel like you are the only one there like you? That you stick out like a sore thumb and you just feel like everybody is looking at you and you feel a sense of other? I want to talk about this today and I want to talk about my way of looking at it and a way that I think we can try and confront this and move on from it. This podcast is kind of expanding and becoming hard to quantify in terms of the different things I'll talk about. But the way I see it is I want to talk about things that stand in the way of our growth, things that affect it in any way. It's like a spider diagram that growth is in the middle, but there are so many different factors that influence it. And when it comes to living our best lives, Yes, it can be things like how we deal with money, but equally it can be very abstract things about how we think and feel about ourselves. In the current environment, we're talking a lot about race, sex, sexual orientation, all of these things. And we do tend to think of ourselves as in little groups, categorised by our identifying characteristics. So I read something that spoke about the feeling of being in a room when you are the only one of your kind. And something bothered me about it. And I had to sit and just absorb that and question why did it bother me? Because what is wrong with this idea that, yes, you might feel out of place if you are not surrounded by other people like you? On the surface, what is the problem with that? Well, I know I've always found these type of comments a little bit uncomfortable they just don't make me feel they just almost cause a little bit of irritation as I spoke about last week I can be the tough love persona at times and I thought is it that that perspective can come across as a little bit like looking at ourselves with pity or feeling victim because as we know those are things that I don't like and that I think do stand in the way But then I thought, well, I can't be too harsh here. I need to make sure I'm on the right line and I'm not just shutting down something that could be completely fair. 
So I sat, I thought, I absorbed, and then I realised, I know why I have a problem with this, and it's nothing to do with being too harsh. It's a concept that in any room that we go into, there will never be anyone like us. Whatever room you walk into, you are always the only one of your kind, because we are all different. Now, yes, it's true that when you go into a room, you may not be in the same room as people from your race, sexual orientation, gender. But is that really such a big factor? I mean, we are all of the same race, the human race. And yes, we might feel more comfortable in certain groups, but is it really, are we really at the point where those groups are centered around our identifying characteristics rather than what is really inside? Again, you know, I believe that we're all individuals. So do I feel more comfortable in the room of Indian people? No, actually, I don't. And maybe that's because I'm not very traditional. But equally, I just think that, okay, they might all be Indian, but I have no idea if they have the same interests, values as me. And maybe if I was more traditional, then I could assume that they did. But I think in this day and age, we're all so diverse in terms of our outcomes. Our cultures are also intertwined that just based on being from one ethnic background, doesn't mean you're going to have one set of opinions. The same goes for being female. Just because I'm female doesn't mean I share opinions with other women. Some I will, but some equally I won't. So how is this relevant? You're probably wondering, why am I going on a rant about something that seemingly has nothing to do with growth? But the thing is, how we feel dictates our outcomes. And this ties into all of that law of attraction stuff and the abundance stuff that I love talking about. But it's true. Quite often that belief or the feeling that you stick out like a sore thumb, the feeling that everyone's looking at you is more powerful than the reality of even if they actually were. And I can think of an experience like this for me when I was a little kid and it always stuck with me. And in a sense, I think I learned this lesson years before I was able to put it into words because I remember I always used to speak about it. And only now do I realize that that was the seed of this kind of belief that I have these days and all these feelings I hold about projection. And I remember I was going on a trip. I was going on a trip to Holland. I think it was a school trip. And somebody in my family said to me, oh, you're going to Holland? Well, hmm, you know, just be careful because I don't know. I don't think people from are used to brown people. In fact, I, I don't, they might be a bit racist you know, and (laughs) it's so funny in hindsight, but at the time I was probably 14, 15, very, very insecure, very little knowledge of the world. And that was terrifying to me. I remember instantly thinking like, oh my gosh, I've gone from being like really excited about this trip to just really scared. And I couldn't get it out of my head. And the whole time I was there, I kept feeling like, everybody was looking at me and whether they were or not I guess I will never know now because when you got that feeling that something's happened you're hyper aware hypersensitive and you almost lose the ability to read situations because we're looking through a lens of what we feel all the time and if I'm feeling that everyone's looking at me then if anyone does even glance in my direction I'm going to take that as confirmation so to be honest I didn't have a great time on that trip I was on edge the entire time and while I was there I remember thinking I wish I hadn't had that conversation with that family member because I would probably have had a completely different experience here nobody said anything to me to do with my race whether or not they were thinking it 
I'd never know, but would it have made any difference to me? Probably not, because the fact is, on that trip, I could have gone there thinking that everything was great, had a great time, probably been more social, and still nobody would have said anything to me. I would have come away feeling better about myself, enjoyed myself more, and being more relaxed. Whereas in the same circumstances, the same things happened, but I was tense, I was looking around, probably I gave off more of a uncomfortable aura that inhibited me from being a social and potentially inhibited others from engaging with me in the same way. So I always thought about that a lot. And it doesn't just tie into race. This is just an example I'm using, but it's about everything. Another example of this is, is when you're out and about and you think that people are looking at you. And we always think it's for the worst reasons. For example, have you ever been out and you realise you missed the patch on your legs, you didn't shave them properly, and now you're absolutely certain that everyone who looks at you is looking at you because they've noticed it and they think that it's gross or they're laughing at you and we could never even consider that they were looking at us because they think oh that that girl's got nice legs or, or whatever it may be and I know that this filtered into me as well and probably a lot of you can associate with it that we tend to think the worst and that whatever past insecurities you have or even present ones filter through to how you perceive the actions around you I remember one day I got stuck in the rain and my hair completely frizzed up and it was super super curly and this guy was just looking at me and I just kept thinking oh my god he's just staring at me thinking that I look like I've got like a haystack on my head or something and I felt so uncomfortable and I just thought I wish he would stop looking at me and I was convinced that he was laughing inside at my hair or just thought that I looked like ugly or something like this. And it wasn't until he came up to me and started chatting to me and asked me for my number that I could realise that maybe what I perceive to be happening is not at all what is going on in reality. So it just made me realise that perception is so important. And that's why I think we need to try and stop thinking of ourselves as other. And that's in all senses. It could be that you feel you don't fit into a group of people because you're not as confident or you're not as tall or slim or curvy or whatever it may be. I think we need to let go of group mentalities and thinking that we're in little tribes. I know that that is quite a natural behavior for humans, but equally I think so many of us are more open than we think we are. I know I've always thought that certain people wouldn't want to speak to me. It's a limiting belief to think that other people don't want to engage with us or that we won't have things in common with them because of our characteristics. Nine out of ten times, whenever I do speak to somebody that I never thought would be my type of person, never thought we'd get on, we build this great connection and you look back and think, wow, I never thought I'd have much in common with that person. And my point here is that we can all build so much common ground. So next time you walk in the room, I'm not going to tell you not to think that this person is looking at you this way or that this is happening or that you're perceived a certain way, because I understand that those things are subconscious and they happen to me as well. But try to justify each thought, be aware of it. So for me, sometimes I still do walk into a room and I think these limiting beliefs, but then I just slowly debunk each one of them and remind myself that it's not me versus them. Whenever you walk into a room, it's not you versus everyone else there. The fact is that each of us are individual. And none of those people are the same as each other either. I'm not sure if the message today is something that you associate with and that clicks for you. 
But what I would encourage you to try and what has really worked for me is to stop thinking of myself as part of a particular group. I don't walk into a room anymore and think, I'm brown and who else here is brown? I don't walk into a room and think, I'm a female and everyone's female. And of course I am all these things. I'm not suggesting otherwise, but I'm saying that doesn't inform my identity. I walk into a room and think, I'm me, I'm Leela. And I belong here just as much as anyone else. So I'm basically trying to encourage you to let go of the group mentality and the sense of sticking with what you know. And instead, get out of the comfort zone. We, we know that that's something good to do in every other sense. Yet more and more, I think we're starting to revert back to these groups when it comes to our identifying characteristics. Remember, nobody is like you. And that is what makes the world so amazing and exciting and interesting. So leverage that. Don't try and fit into a box. Don't try and conform and stay within where you think you need to belong because you get to create that. You decide where you belong.